the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon to you wherever you are listening to the program. It's the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. It was very NPR of me there. I apologize for that. Uh, We have a great show for you tonight. No guests on the program tonight. Um, It's been a while since I've done just a news-centric kind of my opinion type of show. And so for the next hour, you get to listen to just me. I hope you're happy with that. (laughs) <laughs> How can you follow me? Very easily, at Al Gattulo on Twitter, uh, Instagram uh, at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast, uh, email albertgnycradio.com, iTunes and Google Podcasts, just do a search for A-G Craft Beer Cast, you'll find the shows on those platforms. We're Alexa Ready as well, uh, iHeartRadio, Odyssey.com, as well as the Hopped Up Network, head over to the Hopped Up Network. Um, and you can listen to the pro- the podcast version of this show, uh, usually a few minutes after the show ends, uh, after midnight on the East Coast. So, as I said, uh, no guests on the program. We're just going to do a, a full news kind of opinion-based uh, program. Uh, Tears for Fears, uh, to kick off the show. Everybody wants to rule the world. So, apparently, Tears for Fears um, is touring next summer, and they are going to be playing at both Jones Beach and the PNC Bank Art Center in Homedale, uh, New Jersey, uh, for those of you who are in the local uh, New York, New Jersey uh, area. And they are playing in June of next year. One of the first, I don't want to say big concerts, but at least one of the very first uh, that's on the map for PNC for next year that wasn't rescheduled uh, because of the pandemic. And I have to tell you, everybody wants to rule the world. Um, It's been a theme song that people have used for a long time. Dennis Miller used it uh, on his program. A number of people have used it. It's a great song. They're a a really good group, uh, Tears for Fears. Um, And from what I've heard from all accounts, their new album is actually very good. Um, And uh, it's one of those ones I may take a flyer on. It's the day after my son graduates from high school. So it's one of those, and it's on a Friday, which I love weekend concerts when you get older (laughs) you learn to appreciate having a day off after a concert i have to tell you because uh my body just cannot you know i listen i can burn the candle at both ends sometimes but when you have the option when it is a weekend it's so much better so it's on a friday so it's perfect it's you know yeah heading down the shore or you know on the parkway towards the shore as you head to the concert but it's one of those you get out of work, it's great, you, you head right over to the venue as long as it's decent weather and it doesn't rain, 
you know, you get to hang out outside, you can have a few drinks with friends and laugh and carry on. And um, to me, that's um, that's worth every penny. You know, the concert experience for me, uh, listen, I love going to live shows. And the last year and a half was was torture for me because I couldn't go um, because all these concerts were canceled. But now as things are opening up again, um, it's even more important to get to these things. And it's just a great time to reconnect with friends, um, just let loose a little bit. Um, not have any responsibilities and kind of get back to why um, you listen to music in the first place. Because for me, music is very important. And it's very important in terms of when you're having a beer, socializing with people. That's another big thing. Um, You know, when you typically have a beer or a drink or a glass of wine or whatever, iced tea, water, it doesn't matter. When you're conversing with people and you have a beverage in your hand, a lot of times there's music in the background. You go out to eat, right? When you go out to eat, some, there's usually music playing in the restaurant. Um, you know, maybe there's a, a group playing, depending on what restaurant you go to, obviously. You go to a high-end restaurant, obviously that's not happening. But the point is, um, you know, th- all of these things are important. And, it, you know, it's why I, I love the beer business so much. There's a camaraderie uh, amongst um, the brewers, but also... It's the place where people can go as a community and really reconnect. CBS this morning did a piece on uh, the English pubs and how a lot of English pubs are closing because of the pandemic. And I think what's important to note about that is that, um, you know, this is a sad thing. And I was talking with my, my cousin's husband um, a week ago. We were at an engagement party. And I know we have news and notes and stuff to get to, and I'll get to it. We've got a couple segments to get to all that stuff. I'm just kind of free-forming here, folks, so bear with me. But um, I was talking with my cousin's husband, and he is English. He's originally from Birmingham. And the pubs were a very much important part of his life, even as a kid. His dad owned a pub. And, you know, and he worked in the pub, and he learned about the beer business, and he learned about the liquor business, and he learned about, you know, being in business. But, um, you know, the pubs in England are so much of an important part of their society, and they're starting to lose that because they're closing, um, because the businesses can't sustain themselves, lockdowns, all kinds of other things. The, the, um, the pubs in England are an important part of their society. It's where you go to, you know, to just kind of to kick back after a long day, maybe have a pint, uh, have some laughs with some friends, and then head home. It's not about how many beers I can drink and can I get sloshed and you know, and stumble my way home. It's not about that. It's about reconnecting with people in your community. It's about catching up on the latest gossip of what's going on within the community. These things are important. And I think sometimes we lose sight of that. Um, And I think we lose sight of it when it comes to the breweries. And I I like the fact that breweries are a place where you can go and you can can do your work. You can sit on a laptop and do your work. Um, I've seen this at Source a million times. There are people there in the middle of the day. Maybe they're having a beer and they're getting work done. And they're being productive. And it's not about, you know, when you were 21 and how many buds you could have. So I think that's an important thing. Um, and it's, it's good to be able to do that and reconnect with the community. I, I just, when you, when you see this story in England, if you do a search on CBS Mornings, um, it was on a Sunday morning uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, and if I can find the link, we'll, we'll tweet it out. But um, it's important. It's important that these establishments don't go by the wayside. There's a history there. And there's a history in America, too. I mean, I notice it when I go to Wet Ticket. And Wet Ticket is right down the street from me in Rowway. Um, 
and I, when I go there with my friends who live nearby, one of, you know, one of my neighbors, another guy who lives in town, we go and we reconnect with one another. You know, maybe we don't all see each other, you know, all the time. But here's a place that we can go where we can share a beer or two, talk about what's going on in our lives, how's work going, what's happening, how are the kids. Um, you know, those things are important. And it's, again, I think for those, especially in New Jersey, for towns that don't want to have a brewery in their town, or maybe it's it's elsewhere in Americana, don't look at the brewery as a means of people getting drunk. You shouldn't be looking at it like that. You should be looking at it as a small business that's trying to help people and trying to make a living for somebody to put food on their table to maybe help their kids go through college. Those are the, you know, those are the reasons why these brewers get into business, to, you know, to make a little bit of money so that they can support their family. Yeah, last week we talked about New Belgium and, and Bell's merging and being, Bell's being acquired by a, uh, a big conglomerate. You know, the guy had been brewing beer for 30 years. He was done. He wanted to retire. And he wanted to make sure that his company was in good hands. To knock somebody for that, I have a big problem with. Um, that's not what this should be about. It shouldn't be. Um, you know, and at the end of the day, you know, what's important is that the beer is good, the conversation is even better. That's how I look at it. Now, real quick, before we take a break, I had a bunch of news here to get to. We'll get to that in our next segment. Um, we've got the uh, Bolero Snort Army-Navy pre-tailgate party happening. Uh, that's happening on Saturday, uh, excuse me, excuse me, Friday, December 10th. We're going to get set for the Army-Navy game in MetLife Stadium, but it's also a toy drive. We're encouraging you to stop in uh, from now until until the uh, Friday uh, the 10th, bring in a, a new unwrapped toy. You get yourself a nice little treat uh, from, uh, from Bolero. Uh, but also, we're going to be releasing a collaboration stout that they put together with Source, and, and, uh, with Source Brewing and Bolero. Of course, portions of the program brought to you both by Source and Bolero. Uh, and if you come to the event, here's the cool thing. Not only are you going to get a little education, not only are you going to have a little fun, not only are you going to be donating a toy to help out kids that are in need this holiday season, but you get to put your name in a, in a bucket. We're going to pull out a name. You're going to get yourself a pair of Army-Navy tickets for the Saturday, December 11th game at MetLife Stadium. How cool is that? Again, we're encouraging everyone to bring a new unwrapped toy. We're donating to the Hackensack Fire Department as well as the Youth Consultation Services of Hackensack. It's going to be great, a fun event. I really encourage you uh, to come over to Bolero Snort. Friday night, December 10th, we'll be broadcasting from 8 to 9 p.m., special broadcast live on the radio, 8 to 9 p.m. on AM 970. The answer will be rebroadcast on Sunday, of course, uh, the 12th, but we'll be live Friday night, uh, December the 10th, from 8 to 9 p.m. at Bolero Snort, 316 20th Street in beautiful Carlstadt, New Jersey, just a couple of minutes away from MetLife Stadium. Not only will Source and Bolero be releasing the Collapsed Out that week, we're also going to be releasing, if I'm not mistaken, the, the collab from Source and Screamin' Hill. It's a Dunkel style of beer. It's perfect for the holidays. And I believe we are looking to uh, donate proceeds from that to a local food bank uh, within Monmouth County, which would be really cool. So, again, we've got some great things going on next month. I uh, would really encourage you, if you're a fan of the show, if you're local and you're in the area and you want to come by, come by to Bolero Snort Friday night, December 10th, 8 to 9 p.m., 316 20th Street in Carlstadt, New Jersey. You will not be disappointed. We are going to have a lot of fun. Now, when we come back after a short break, news and notes from around the beer world. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer.
That's right. Welcome back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer. That's right. You got a right. Fight for your right to party. The Beastie Boys, licensed to ill. Can you believe that 30 years ago, this week, this past week, licensed to ill came out? And I remember where I was when that album came out. Um, Bobby Ryan's house. It was a Friday night. I think we popped. We didn't buy the album. I think we. I think we bought the cassette tape, and we popped that in. And we listened to that track, that track, forget the track, the, because, well, because, it, um, who is it from Slayer? Uh, Tom, was it Araya? Uh, Tom Araya from Slayer played the guitar on that. But I remember listening to that entire cassette tape, and we were like, oh, my God, this is unbelievable. The Beasties were the bomb. Excuse me. I had to clear my throat there. Mm, drop. Everybody remembers the Beastie Boys, and they have put out some tremendous stuff uh, over the years. But um, I was reminded of it by Torch and Crown, of all people, uh, as we welcome you back here to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, they uh, if you've ever been to Torch and Crown or you haven't been to Torch and Crown, I encourage you to do so. It's on Van Damme Street, right by the Holland Tunnel. But what's really cool is that every one of their tanks is named after a different rap group because, as they have said, um, Rap is the only thing that they could all agree on in in terms of a musical genre. So there's a salt and pepper tank. Uh, the Wu Tang Clan is in the basement. But if you walk in, you, when as soon as you walk in, you'll see three tanks lined up. They're named after the Beastie Boys. That is pretty cool. And 30 years ago this week, which clearly ages me uh, to no end, um, License to Ill uh, came out. So that is pretty cool. There. Now we got no guests on the program tonight. A uh, lot of news, a lot of notes to get to, so I decided to go guest-free uh, this week. Um, but, you know, and uh, of course, Thanksgiving week is coming up. Next week, we're going to do some stuff on um, what you can get for your special someone for Christmas. Um, my encouragement would be to buy a gift card to a brewery. You're putting money in the brewery's hands. You're giving them something to do and get them to go there. With it. Or, you know, maybe it's a, a, a great bar that has great food. Um, but that is putting money directly into the owner's hands, which is really cool. So let us dive into some more news and notes. Uh, Ale Smith, of course, as they get to the end of the year, one of the big things that Ale Smith is known for is their stouts. And Speedway Stout is no exception. It's one of the, one of the better nationwide stouts that are out there. And Speedway Stout, a variant number four, this is the final rollout in their limited-release quarterly stout series. Madagascar Vanilla and Ceylon Alba Cinnamon uh, is going to be out. Uh, actually, it's I believe it's out now and will be coming out in, um, uh, in, you know, in the next few weeks uh, across the nation. But Speedway Stout, variant number four, uh, as I said, Madagascar Vanilla and Ceylon uh, Alba Cinnamon. Um, this is, excuse me, I am like, I'm very... And I have not had a drink, so I, I'm a little gassy today, so it, 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 forgive me. Um, this is a, a delicately indulgent rendition of Al Smith's original Speedway Stout, uh, widely beloved for its chocolate and roasted malts, boasted by notes of dark fruit, toffee, and caramel. Um, they've added just the right amount of Ceylon, uh, Alba cinnamon, a generous amount of Madagascar vanilla beans, giving that milky sweetness interlaced with notes of chocolate, roast, and subtle hints of spiciness, the new variant replaces Al Smith Speedway Stout variant number three, which was a Mexican dark chocolate, uh, sea salt and Mexican coffee. 
Uh, this one is available at select retailers nationwide November through December in four packs of 16-ounce cans, plus on draft at Al Smith's Miramar Tasting Room in San Diego. Find the retailer nearest you by visiting Al Smith's Beer Finder. Uh, this clocks in at 12% ABV, and I love Al Smith, and I'm, I'm planning a trip back to San Diego because there are you know places that I want to get to that I didn't get to when I was in San Diego uh, almost five years ago. Uh, so I'm definitely um, planning a trip back to San Diego at some point next year. Uh, I don't know when, but I have to figure it out. I might do it during baseball season because I might want to go see a Padres game. Maybe I should find out when the Mets are going to be out there and and do that. That might be a pretty cool idea, but we'll see. Um, but if you haven't been to Al Smith in their Miramar Tap Room, I encourage you to get it. You can get Al Smith in New York and New Jersey. If you're local in the tri-state area, I encourage you to try their beer. They have excellent, excellent beer. Now, bringing back a childhood staple for a good clause, DeClaw Brewing Company and Bottle Share collaborating to release three scoops. It's a Neapolitan ice cream-inspired brew. Um, it is uh, a profile that offers vanilla, strawberry, and chocolate notes in the beer brought together by a slightly sweet uh, stout base with roasted grain flavors. 100% of the proceeds will go towards Bottle Share's efforts, which supports the craft beer industry workers experiencing financial hardships. Outside of the workplace, the nonprofit distributes emergency funds for day-to-day living expenses, enabling fellow workers to pay their bills and to put food on the table. This is great. So 100% of the proceeds of this beer is going to go to helping people that are experiencing a financial hardship. Christopher Glenn, the founder of Bottle Share, says, When I first learned we would be collaborating with Duclaw, I was absolutely stoked out of my mind. As a young nonprofit organization, we seek to connect with those in our industry who share our similar values, such as community, camaraderie, love, and support for one another. Duclaw checks all the boxes, and we couldn't be more humbled and grateful. So um, Glenn, in 2018, was struck by a drunk driver after working his shift at Dry County Brewing Company. It caused him to suffer a traumatic brain injury. It made it challenging to drive. In response, the brewery partnered with Lyft to offer free trips for Glenn and promotion discounts to customers. This act of kindness inspired Glenn to help more industry workers, which led him to launch Bottle Share. And uh, Rachel Bradley, the marketing manager for Duclos, said, judging by the past year and a half, it's safe to say that life will always throw you a curveball, but it's important for us to uplift every, each other when the unexpected happens. Christopher has figured out a way to do just that, which is why we're proud to join forces on this release. Each time we create a beer that's a traditional nod to the simple pleasures in life, like ice cream, it tends to bring comfort to our consumers. And with this partnership, that comfort will extend to our craft beer community members in need, which is a great feeling. Uh, Three Scoops offers a 7.5% ABV. It's now available in 12-ounce cans and on draft at select locations within Duclos Footprint of 24 states and Washington, D.C. And so um, you can get this beer, obviously, in New Jersey as well as New York. Ask your local retailer. Lawson's Finest Liquids, uh, the first-time release of Triple Sunshine IPA outside of their Vermont tap room. This is very cool. So Triple Sunshine uh, IPA will be available for a limited time at retailers across Lawson's Finest Liquids, nine-state distribution area, which includes uh, Vermont, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Maine, New Hampshire. Uh, I believe they, they put New Hampshire in twice. Uh, New Jersey is the other one. New York, Pennsylvania, and Rhode Island. Uh, that is beginning uh, this week. So uh, the beer is a culmination of Lawson's Finest Liquid Sun- Sunshine series of IPAs. Triple Sunshine, a proven fan favorite in Vermont. It comes in at 10.5% uh, ABV. Uh, it is a hop-forward uh, character, of course, with, as I said, a higher alcohol content. Um, so this is really cool. So if, you, if you're looking to get a taste of this Triple Sunshine IPA 
uh, and you haven't been able to get to their tap room in Vermont, well, now it will be available uh, in cans. And uh, I believe, trying to see if it's on uh, limited time. So I'm wondering if it's if it's cans and dra- and draft. They have not said that, so uh, we'll have to check that out. Victory Beer has launched. Uh, they're Naughty List. It is their latest small batch series release. It's naughty and nice and everything spice. It's an 11% ABV rum barrel aged winter warmer, a medium-bodied copper ale with warming notes of vanilla, brown sugar, and cinnamon that will seduce your taste buds. Uh, it is available now in limited locations. It is uh, pouring in their tap rooms on Dark Wednesday, which is coming up on November 24th, which, of course, is traditionally the night before Thanksgiving. And then, you know, everybody goes out to have a beer, a drink, and... Uh, celebrate, do it responsibly, of course, um, but uh, that will be available in their tap rooms uh, come this coming Wednesday. And then finally, Human Village Brewing uh, over in Pittman, New Jersey, announced earlier this week that they will be closing up at the end of the year. Um, and to be honest with you, I am not surprised at this. Um, Human Village Brewing hosted a uh, or rented out their private uh, tap room space, apparently to a um, a neo-Nazi group about a year and a half ago. Um, A lot of people were very upset by it, Um, you know, gave the owner a lot of grief. The owner's response was basically, hey, look, anybody can rent the the tap room out for stuff. Um, You know, in my opinion, probably should have turned the money down and said, you know what, thanks but no thanks, you got to take your stuff somewhere else. That's just me. Um, But... um, I didn't hear really a lot about Human Village Brewing after that. So, uh, you know, and a lot of people were trashing the beer, saying it wasn't that good. I I never got a chance to try them, so I can't speak to it one way or the other. Um, but, you know, I think as uh, business owners, I think you have to, you have to, there's a responsibility there, right? Um, you have to serve your customers, but you also have to read the pulse of people. Um, if you're going to uh, give... Um, you know, rent space out to people that promote hate or preach hate. I don't know if that's necessarily a good idea. You're going to lose customers, and eventually your company is probably going to go out of business. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong. That's just my opinion. Now, when we come back after a short break, we've got more news and notes from around the beer world. And then Suds and Duds is coming up in the final segment of the program. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Welcome back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Trying to throw your arms around the world. You too. The Octung Baby album. Can you believe that this week, that particular album is 30 years old? I remember where I was when it was released. I was working at the old WNEWFM, the place where rock lived, 102.7 FM. That album came out where they played, I remember, heavy rotation. One, Mysterious Ways. Once in a Blue Moon, they would slip in uh, even better than the real thing, which I love that video. Uh, but that album was, without a doubt, um, I, just an amazing album. And it's funny, when I first listened to it, I kind of was like, 
all right, it's good. It's a good follow-up from, uh, you know, from Rattle and Hum because Rattle and Hum got a lot of uh, critical disdain. Um, and then listening to it years later, it's an ama- it really is an amazing album. And if you've ever seen the documentary from U2 that talks about the um, creation of Octone Baby and how they, um, how they picked up one um, and how they started... It's an amazing documentary. If you haven't seen it, I encourage you to do it. I know it was on Showtime. I'm not sure. They probably should have been rerunning it now because it is the 30th anniversary of Octone Baby. Um, I know you two had released a bunch of stuff. No word if they're going to um, if they're going to tour this next year. I would think that they would. They did it for Joshua Tree. You would assume that they would do it for Octone Baby. We shall see. All right, let us move into some more news and notes because there is plenty of stuff going on. So uh, the New Jersey um, uh, Brewers Guild uh, released this a couple days ago. Uh, The Senate State Government Waging, uh, Wagering Tourism and Historic Preservation Community unanimously approved legislation establishing the New Jersey Brewery, Cidery, Metering, and Distillery Industry Advisory Council and Promotion Account. Couldn't have been accomplished without a lot of people's vocal support to legislators on the committee over the past week. The bill is one step closer to getting uh, to the governor's desk. The work far from over. Uh, they will have more information in the coming days and weeks as they tell you more on how you can help their guild and the industry advance this bill to get it signed into law as soon as possible. It's one of those, hopefully it's not one of those lame duck bills because Steve Sweeney is on his way out as Senate president. We're hoping uh, that something gets done within the next, you know, I mean, let's face it, something's got to get done in the next 35 to 40 days or there's going to be a big problem, and this bill is not going to pass. Um, Stone's Enjoy by 1122 Unfiltered IPA is out now. It's a a 9.4%. Looks like a banger, heavy peach flavored. Uh, Looks dank, um, kind of sticky. Um, It just looks like it is a really delicious beer. It is out now in California and in Virginia, uh, and I believe they are rolling it out to market to the rest of the country um, very, very shortly. And again, you, they want you to enjoy it before New Year's Eve, uh, before New Year's Day. So uh, if I do get my hands on this, this is the per- that's the perfect beer to have on New Year's Eve to ring in the new year. Our friends from Sam Adams, uh, they know that the night before Thanksgiving made for reconnecting with your hometown crew through good tidings and great beer. So this holiday season, Samuel Adams helping drinkers reunite with friends from home and the old crushes they'll inevitably run into. Uh, by giving them the liquid courage they need to rekindle a hometown flame and with Crush a Sam. So starting November 20th, Samuel Adams will cover a round of beers for 1,000 confident drinkers who shoot their shot. The ask is simple. Crush a Sam with your hometown crush. Upload a photo as proof that you went for it along with your, um, your dollar sign cash tag to samueladams.com slash crush a Sam. Uh, the website is live with official rules and regulations for reference, but official submissions open starting November 20th through November 30th. Samuel Adams will then cash app you up to $14 to cover your round of brews. High re- uh, uh, eligible drinkers must be 21 and over, over to enter. You'll need a cash app account to participate. It's easy to create one over at cash.app slash download. So that's pretty cool. So uh, you have a Samuel Adams with your girl, with your crush, or your guy. Take a picture, upload it uh, to the sites that I gave you. Uh, they're going to pay you back fourteen bucks. So, assuming that the the beer is uh, anywhere between six and seven bucks for the two of you, you're going to get the cash back. 
Very cool. Now, the other thing Samuel Adams is doing, and Compartes, they're partnering uh, in the name of spirited celebrations with the release of a luxurious handmade chocolate bar. It's called the Utopius Bar. It's a holiday chocolate treat inspired by the flavors of the 2021 Samuel Adams Utopius limited release. This chocolate bar is perfect for any upcoming gift guides as an elevated stocking stuffer or paired with a bottle of Utopius for the most spirited beer gift this season. It is available already uh, on the Compartes website uh, for uh, you know for a little bit. So I have a 2019 bottle of Utopius. I'm wondering if this chocolate will pair up with that. I am going to search out a bottle. If I can find the bottle of Utopius, I'm probably going to buy it. Uh, the good folks at Sam Adams over the past two releases have actually sent me uh, a large bottle of the Utopias. They did not send one this year, um, but I'm willing to go out and spend the 200 bucks for it. Some stores, I, one one guy had it for, uh, I don't know, one liquor store apparently I saw it for like three fifty four hundred dollars. Out of your mind, the retail is 200 bucks. If they mark it up about twenty or thirty dollars, that's one thing. But if it's anything over that, forget it. If you think that I'm going to plunk down that kind of money, that's just not happening. Our good friends from Trogues, they've announced the release of Blizzard of Hops, their fan-favorite winter IPA. Coincides with the most wonderful beer of the year variety. 12-pack, it clocks in at 6.4%. Blizzard of Hops is the Hershey, Pennsylvania Brewery's most popular release in its rotating hop cycle series of seasonal uh, IPAs. It is available in 12-ounce bottles and cans and half and, uh, and six-till kegs everywhere Trogues beer is sold. Now, this is a par- also a part of the most wonderful beer of the year variety pack. Each 12-pack includes two cans each of Mad Elf, uh, as well as Perpetual IPA, Trogrenator, Double Bock, Dreamweaver Wheat, and Grand Cacao Chocolate Stout. Blizzard of Hops rounds out the lineup of this collection of beers, perfect for winter weather and holiday gatherings. And the folks from uh, Baja Brewing Company, uh, which is uh, an, uh, an original craft brewery in the Mexican state of Baja, California, sir, Celebrating two important milestones. They won the Best Large Brewery of Mexico by Copa Cerveza, but they're also expanding into the United States and their distribution by adding New York State to its statewide lineup. So they have, um, they have two brew pubs in Los Cabos and, um, and uh, in, in um, let's see here, where's the other one? It's Southern Baja? Are they, all right, so they distribute through Southern Baja and Mexico. They entered the U.S. market in 2020, uh, 2012, and then they started uh, bouncing around uh, in 26, early 2016, they started to expand a little bit more. Um, they uh, New York joins the, this is the eighth state in their expansion. New York is the eighth state. They're in uh, Arizona, California, Colorado, Illinois, Kansas, Nevada. Uh, they wrote Kansas twice. That's interesting. So this wouldn't be eight, it would be seven. Because they wrote here, see, folks, when you're doing a press release, it's important to to double check things before you release them. So it says in the press release, as the eighth state in the expansion, New York joins Arizona, California, Colorado, Illinois, Kansas, Nevada, Kansas, and Tennessee. Really? I didn't know they counted Kansas twice. So if you take one Kansas away, that would be seven. But you add New York, that's eight. They just put Kansas in twice. So uh, Ski Beer is uh, distributing uh, the beer in the Northeast. All four styles of beer that Baja Brewing makes are available in both cans and kegs. For more information, just jump over to BajaBrewingCompany.com. Uh, so cool stuff from Sam Adams, cool stuff from uh, Trogues, Baja Brewing Company. Uh, great success with New Jersey with getting this bill moved forward, and hopefully we're getting it closer um, to the governor's desk so he can sign it. And, of course, Stone has their big beer coming out uh, now that will uh, is set to expire on New Year's Day of 2022. 
And uh, again, you know, the whole thing with U2 and, and uh, Octone Baby, it's amazing. It really shows how music stands the test of time. This is an album that's 30 years old um, and still resonates today. There are so many good, you know, it's amazing to me. Uh, there are so many good tracks on this particular album. Um, you know, one, obviously, Mysterious Ways are the two most popular ones. Even better than the real thing I mentioned, I played uh, Trying to Throw Your Arms Around the World, but Who's Gonna Ride Your Wild Horses, So Cruel, um, Until the End of the World. That's a, uh, Until the End of the World is a phenomenal song. Uh, Acrobat, Love is Blindness, Ultraviolet, um, The Fly, a Zoo Station. Uh, there's so many great, great tracks on this particular album. And I remember you 2 they did Until the End of the World, and it was some MTV thing. It was an intimate audience, and I remember... Bono is singing it, the band is playing, and Bono grabs a bottle of champagne in the midst of the song, shakes it up, and starts spraying it all over the audience, and Catherine Zeta-Jones is sitting there with Michael Douglas, and she's just happy to get a champagne bath. It's one of these, It's listen, it's just, it's an amazing album. I encourage you, if you own it, go back and re-listen to it. Um, it's one of those ones, I probably, you know, when I'm doing some exercising, I'll probably pop the whole album on and listen to it uh, while I'm exercising. Uh, at some point over the weekend and into early next week. Listen, let's face it, Thanksgiving's coming up, so a uh, lot to be thankful for. When we come back after a short break, it's time for Suds and Duds and what I'm thankful for uh, this holiday season. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Final segment of the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Even better than the real thing from U2's Octung Baby, which turned 30 this week. And as I mentioned in the previous segment about how where I was when this album came out, and I was working at the time uh, at the place where Rock lived, 102.7 WNEWFM, um, worked on the morning show, helped out with a couple of other shows um, on the radio station, and really, it was the station that I grew up with. And, you know, when this album came out, um, you know, as the sort of, uh, you know, Rattle and Hum is the, you know, obviously is the sequel to, I shouldn't say sequel, but it was the, the next album after Joshua Tree, and it was not given, um, I think Rattle and Hum is one of those albums you have to listen to a little bit more. Uh, in order to appreciate it, they were trying to get into blues. They were trying to, in, you know, do different things, um, and it didn't quite work for them. Although "Love Comes to Town" with BB King is a really great song, and there's some other good stuff on there. And then here comes "Octung Baby," where they sort of broke it down and got back to the basics again of why they were as successful as they were. And this was, I believe, the seventh studio album from U2. And uh, we'll get to suds and duds in a minute, but I, you know, I wanted to dive a little bit deeper into this. And it's one of those albums, when I first heard it, um, this song that I just played, even better than the real thing, is probably my most favorite track on the album. The video is one of those visceral 
images that you can, you know, Bono is standing in this sort of, um, it's all clear glass and things are racing past him at 100 miles an hour. And the whole album was, you know, just, it, it felt like that, right? Even though there's some really good tracks on there that are a little bit slower, uh, like one, um, I just felt like this album was coming at you at 100 miles an hour, right? And I'll always remember that video. It always sticks out in my mind. But this is such a great song, and Edge's guitar is just ridiculous on it. Um, just the different sounds that he gets out of it. And that's the thing I think that impresses me more and more about you 2 They're four guys. They never added a keyboard player or put other people in the band. It's four guys, and they put out a sound that is unlike anything that, I, that I've ever heard. They sound, I mean, it's like The Who, right? You listen to The Who, and you can't believe that it's three guys pumping the sound that they pump out. Um, same thing with you too. You can't believe that it's just four guys. And, you know, it's not like the drum kit is, you know, you know, two bass drums and, you know, 40 tom-toms and whatever. <laughs> you know, they keep things simplistic, and it works. And I feel that Edge is probably one of the more underrated guitarists uh, in the modern rock era. I think you can put him right up there with Jimmy Page, um, the Hendrix of the world, in his genre, in what he does. He's amazing. Um, don't doubt him. The guy can play, and I mean play his rear end off. Um, but I remember when this album came out, I wasn't super crazy about it. And it, it took listening to it a few times to really understand what the album was about and to really enjoy it for what it is. And it wasn't until really years later, to be honest with you, that I really appreciated this particular album. I, I know they've released a bunch of vinyl uh, on this for the 30th anniversary. I hope that they do a tour next year to support this, like they did a few years ago for Joshua Tree. That was amazing. And I think if they do something like this for Octone Baby, I think it'll blow people away. Uh, let us dive into Suds and Duds before we run out of time here. Um, Will It Banana Cream Pie by Carton Brewing. Uh, this is a beer that was very interesting. It was on tap over at Paragon Tap and Table, but I ended up buying a four-pack of this. It's a pastry cream ale uh, with bananas and vanilla. I have to tell you, let the beer warm up. If you if you end up picking it up in a store, if you see it and you buy it, it's a, it's a heavy beer. It's twelve percent. Uh, the banana becomes more prominent as it warms up, but definitely let the beer warm up. Don't let it. Don't crack it and try to guzzle this thing down or get it. You know, finished within fifteen twenty minutes. Let it warm up a little bit, and you will absolutely appreciate this beer a lot more as opposed to trying to chug it down. Because when I first started to sip it, I'm like. Oh, I don't know if I'm crazy about this. And then as it sat in the glass and warmed up because it was 12%, I didn't want to drink it that quickly. It really, um, the flavors really come out much more as you let it warm up. Uh, State of the Art Series, uh, this is the Zappa Triumph Hazy IPA by Industrial Arts Brewing. Uh, This is a nice hazy with a little bite to it. It was fantastic. Had this on tap over at Paragon Tap and Table, a delicious beer. And I love almost everything that Industrial Arts uh, puts out, I really enjoy. And to be honest with you, I have to get some of their beers. I, my beer fridge is so stacked with beer right now that I am trying to whittle my way through it. Um, I've given a lot of stuff away to people. I, I'm Last weekend at my cousin's engagement party, I must have given away eight beers, and still my refrigerator is full. So I have a lot of stuff to give away, um, but I've got to whittle it down a little bit so I can add some more stuff in there. And certainly from industrial arts, I need to do that. Um, Another beer, another brewery that uh, Paragon Tap and Table has 
on tap. And Keith, uh, the beer uh, manager over there, is doing a great job. He just started a few months ago. But he's doing a great job curating a lot of good beers. One of them that he's getting in there is Alternate Ending. Now, if you haven't been to Alternate Ending yet in Aberdeen, I encourage you to go. The food is fantastic, but the beers are spot on. And they have their Royal Rug Pilsner on tap at Paragon. Now, it's not the same experience at Alternate Ending. You get the uh, Pilsner at Alternate Ending, and they do a fantastic job of capping that head off. And that creamy head is fantastic. But to have it here at Paragon and not have to make the trek down to Aberdeen, let me tell you something. It's nice. It's a great beer. Uh, Two beers from Source that came out a few weeks ago, and, of course, portions of the program brought to you by Source Brewing. Get your beer directly from the Source, uh, Route 34, in beautiful Colts Neck, New Jersey. I was actually there uh, this past weekend uh, to pick up some of their new stuff, uh, um, uh, uh, an ice cream beer that they did uh, with the folks at Jersey Freeze, uh, Rocky Road. Uh, beer. Uh, I knew the moment I saw it, I said, oh my God, I have to get this. And then they had ice cream in the glass and they're pouring the beer in the glass. And I'm like, oh my God, I have to get this. And then I realized my wife loves Rocky Road ice cream. So yes, I have to get this. And I did. And I can't wait to try it. Um, but uh, Big in Texas uh, was a beer that Source put out a few weeks ago. Big, bold, and delicious. Boy, I, you know, they always say they do it bigger in Texas. Uh, this was a really good beer. I enjoyed this a lot. I can't wait to crack another can of this open. That was a very, very tasty IPA. And then they did a collab between them and um, Heavy Real Brewing, uh, Mermaid Lore, tart, smooth, uh, a fruited sour double IPA. First off, the can art, fantastic with the mermaids on it and sort of that, you know, kind of um, uh, aqua paradise. That's... That's pretty good. That's how I'd put it, like an aqua paradise. But what a really good fruited sour double IPA. I mean, just fantastic. Uh, Well done. Uh, Kudos to the guys from Source. As usual, they put out some great beer. And in a couple of weeks, like I said, we're going to be over at Bolero Snort uh, for sort of a a holiday Christmas thing. We're going to be giving away tickets to uh, the Army-Navy game. We're encouraging you to come down at any time to Bolero. Bring a toy, unwrapped, brand new. You get yourself a nice little treat. We're going to be uh, donating those toys to the Hackensack Fire Department and uh, YCS uh, of Hackensack. Uh, so we encourage you to come down. But also, the collab between Source and Bolero will be coming out that day. And the guys from Bolero are doing a brownie version. The guys from Source are doing a cookie version um, uh, or a cookie cake version kind of thing. It's going to be fantastic. We've also got another beer coming out between Source and Screamin' Hill. That's a dunkle. That's perfect for the holiday season. You definitely want to check it out. Head over to Source. Um, and try their beers. They're going to have a lot more dark stuff coming out over the next couple of weeks because, of course, it's winter and it's time for those dark beers. Speaking of dark beers, Heavy Seas sent this to me. They did a collab between them and um, Takarka Brothers. Takarka Brothers. I believe that's how you pronounce it. I'm sure I'm manhandling it. Uh, It's a Honey Graham Porter based on their popular ice cream, their Honey Graham ice cream. (laughs) Let me tell you something. I love porters, and it's very difficult to really get. Sometimes the the the, the boundaries between a porter and stout, um, as some brewers make them, a lot of times the porters end up becoming stout-like. This does not. The honey is so good. It's sweet but not cloying. The chocolate in it is wonderful. It's just perfectly placed. Um, this is a great beer. They only sent me one can, and I get it. It was a limited release. I think it was just brewery only. I could have... I savored this beer. You let it warm up a little bit. You enjoy it over the course of time. But, oh, my goodness, goodness, goodness gracious. What a great beer. 
I, I just I loved it. I wish I had another can of this because it would have been um, absolutely fantastic. I would have enjoyed it wholeheartedly. Um, we are getting we are running out of time. I want to thank everybody that um, is a part of this show. Um, our salesperson Mary, she's off ha- having a baby. She's gonna be on maternity leave for a while. Um, Mary has done a uh, kick butt job on this show um, over the last uh, t- you know couple of years. She has just done a wonderful job, and I'm I'm thankful for her. I'm thankful for the management at the radio station for allowing me to put this program on every week for you guys. Um, but I'm also thankful for family. I'm thankful that um, I have a new house. Um, my in-laws live with me, and that's how I wanted it. And we're together. My wife is happy. My son is happy, and I'm happy. And I'm very thankful for that. So uh, when you when you cutting open that turkey, having a piece of pie, and you're getting together with family before you watch football and and all those other things with all the trimmings, um, be thankful of what you have because there's a lot of people out there in the world that don't have what many of us have. And, you know, if you can do something to help somebody, try and do it, whether it's money, whether it's donating a turkey, whether it's just donating your time, whatever you can do, do it. You know why? Because you'll feel better about yourself. It's important. Be thankful. Back next week, new show. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. This has been the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Cheers, everybody, and happy Thanksgiving. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.